I wish we had recorded that interaction, I, actually. No, that would have been great for her. No, that's too bad. Well, stop staring at me so <laughs> intently. You're like a cat in a podcat. Hey, Sam, what's up? Speaking of cat, welcome to Podcat. This is episode 15 if it gets released today, which it might, it might not. Depends on what the fuck we feel like. Mm-hmm. Hello! Oh, I didn't max out any levels. Great. No, I have changed my audio on this mic, so um, I don't know if that means it's better or worse, but <laughs> it's different. I have changed it, yes. It is different. How are you doing today, Veronica? Um, I am doing well. We finally got food from this restaurant that I really enjoy a lot. It's just this little, little local Asian fusion bistro type mm-hmm. place. But every time we try and, well, for the listeners, you know my frustration with this. Listeners, every time that we try and order takeout from there, we call and call and it is always busy. Like, is it 1992? Yeah. Who has a busy signal? Yeah, and that they don't <laughs> go to a voicemail is insane. Yeah, it's, it's really terrible, and it just makes me so mad because all I want is their spicy cashew chicken. Mm-hmm. That's it. We were able really to get some today. Like. And once. I did get some today, Yeah, but it's because we called in at 3 p.m. on a Saturday when no one is ordering food. Yeah, we called in, ordered it at 3 p.m. for takeout, and we specifically said we'd be there at 4 to pick it up. I show up at 4.10. They have not printed the tickets, not gotten them to the kitchen, not gotten them ready, and are very surprised and slightly put out being there there are a lot of establishments especially if they are a niche thing that they're the only thing of here in texas that are really comfortable in the monopoly that they have been enjoying for a little bit of time yeah and i really don't think they would know what it is to face serious competition in their market well just wait until someone else opens up an asian fusion bistro in in our town of less than five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> totally but like that one um uh, mexican restaurant um you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, Posados. Posados Ugh. is horrid. It's not good. And it's so obviously microwaved, everything. Like the, just like the hot and coldness. Like not just microwave, but microwave to the point where the person doesn't care and hasn't looked at it. Yeah, I know. And the frozen and hot portions of it. It's just ins- alarmingly bad. If you and can it's packed imagine, every yeah. day. Every day it's filled to the brim with people. I drive by it all the time. It's insane. But people like melty cheese. Yeah. That is a fact. Um, one of the things about that about that particular establishment is that I sincerely believe that if you put forth like a broccoli chicken and cheddar hot pocket and covered it in some kind of sauce mm-hmm. that people would eat it and be like, that's a good enchilada. All right. So we got the new enchilada business plan. Yeah. It's the restaurant is shit sticks yeah i said for a long time this is not a good place to eat we shouldn't eat there but it, i think that doing that really piqued sam's interest and it's just got flashing lights it's got people all the time they're always advertising drink specials it really looks like a good time from the outside yeah out. from the inside but then you walk in and see that everyone there is just they have one taste bud yeah yeah between it's them that they between pass them. from table to table um but it, it's just real gross so we finally went and sam saw just how terrible it was um, it was I, alarming. There are a lot of bad restaurants, but when you get to one where you're just almost like looking around and everyone's just like, this is just insane, right? Is everyone having an... I'm having an experience of just how insane this place is. <laughs> yeah. Shocked that no one else is shocked. Yeah, it's real gross. I actually ordered a margarita there 
And I don't know if you remember this or not, but we had margarita suckers a few episodes back. Uh Those were delicious because they were candy. Yes. They were candy. Yes, they were candy. They were candy. Um, But this margarita tasted like a liquefied version of that, which is not good in a margarita. You don't want it to give you diabetes. It was pure syrup. (laughs) Yeah. It was not good. And what's terrible is that the lady, when she served us, she's like, okay, here's your stuff. And we had gotten like a a pretty big order too. Mm -hmm. And so she puts her food in front of us. She's like, all right, is that good? (laughs) I was like, all right. And then she brings my margarita, drops it off. Does not say anything to me about anything and uh, doesn't talk to us again until we ask for the check twice. Mm-hmm. Is awful. Yeah, pretty insane. Not good. Not good service. So, for those of you that are restaurateurs, please do better. <laughs> I feel like we spend a good amount of podcast complaining about restaurant experiences. We should stop eating out. That's, <laughs> that's the problem. We would be healthier, happier, and uh-huh. have more money if we would stop eating out. Yeah. But we just have very busy We're lives. Busy. Yeah, we try. I do things like we uh, get on uh, stints of crockpot cooking for dinner and stuff like that, which makes that more possible. And I feel like we've been... I, I cook a lot from home You lately, do cook but... a lot from home. Um, I will I will oft... But then we get a night off. It's you and me. School's done for a second. And what do you want to do? You just want to... I just want to not make a mess in the kitchen. Right. Yeah. And I want to eat a meal. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, um, I think that I am finally gaining regular status at New York Pizza. Oh, yeah? I think so. So Noah was homesick from school on Friday. And so I took him to the doctor. And anytime I take the kids to the doctor, they get the special treatment because I've already taken a whole fucking day off to go to the doctor with these people. And so they get to choose where they have lunch. And then we go to TCBY and they get a little bit of Froyo. And then we go home and then they have to rest. So he chooses New York Pizza, which is, I think, our family favorite restaurant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And um, it's delicious. But I go there so fucking often mm-hmm. during the week. It's for right di- by your office. It's right by my office. And they have very healthy options um, as well. Very affordable lunch stuff. And very affordable. Especially for what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's super affordable and you don't have to eat pizza when you go there. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, I went with them. And the guy that is normally at the register, he's like, hey, you back? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, back. <laughs> so it's always him, and I think because I take a little while to order, and I always order the same thing, mm-hmm. he gets a little bit annoyed with waiting for me. Yeah, I never knew if there's anyone behind us in line, but I don't think I'm his favorite. <laughs> I know I'm his favorite. I spend enough money there; I should be. Yeah, you definitely should be. Yeah. So it was really funny though because I ordered a chicken salad, and he was like, "All right, all right," and he's like, "What? For, what for you?" And it was like, "I want two pieces of pizza." And he's like, those are big pieces of pizza. And they are. Uh-huh. Noah eats um, half of a piece of pizza and four garlic knots. And so um, when we leave, we get a box for Noah's other half of the pizza. And he yells at Noah, I told you those are big pieces of pizza. That's <laughs> very funny. It's fun. It's a very charming place. Yeah, I like it a and lot. And the word has gotten out on it because it's starting to get a lot more busy. It's the worst and the best whenever your favorite restaurant is successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So I've been scanning the list of podcast stuff that we always have open to talk about, and we've done a really good job at whittling it down. We've gone through point after point, and we have said what we've wanted to say on here. So I'm just saying that 
let us know if there's anything you'd like for us to talk about or interested in, in, in questions posed to either one of us or to the show, and we'd be happy to talk about it because the podcast list is kind of scraping that barrel there. It really is. Okay, let's actually do a fan request. Okay. So um, this one is from a person called Pegleg Pete. Oh, I love him. Twitter. Yeah, me too. He's very funny. He's one of my Sailor Moon brothers. Well. I think he played a male character. But it's siblings. One of my Sailor Moon siblings. Okay. You could call him Sailor X and it would be gender neutral. <laughs> it's one of my Sailor X's. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound romantic neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he says, each person answer what the other person's favorite superpower to have would be. Ooh, so not what mine, but what hers would be? Yeah, so... Teleportation. You, yes, because I talk about it all the time. You, you wouldn't have the superpower of teleporting from place to place. Yes. Uh-huh. It is the only superpower that's worth having. Yep. Okay, Sam. See, I have all the confidence of a Dothraki hand fading when I say that, and I just can end it with hashtag it is known. Because it is known. Yeah, but I talk about it all the time. Yeah. You never talk about your superpower that well, you have. Well, um... I would say, like, if Sam could... Like, all I can see in a superpower thing would be for Sam to be a very smart guy that learns how to prolong his life. Longevity or immortality would be fantastic, for sure. Well, immortality. Everyone wants immortality. Sure. But it's not a superpower. That's a super curse. Everybody wants to rule the world. It's a pop song. Is it? It is. It's the first pop song, actually. The first pop song? Yeah, but Josh Pierce. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you think that the first pop song was by... <laughs> no, but I do think that that particular pop song sort of revolutionized the genre and is one of the things that's recognizable to what we... I heard it on another podcast. and they said I've got to go and throw up in a, in a cup right now. I don't know. I don't know you. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. Do you really think that? Like, the first pop song? Well, what what would you say the first pop song is? I don't know. Probably something from, like, I don't know, 50s (laughs) doo-wop. Okay. I mean, that's really the first pop. first, you know, modern radio one like it is now. (laughs) I I don't know. I have a panel of experts that I assemble in my lives, and I listen to them through my um, podcasts, and... Where I'm not an expertise or an expert in, in, in their particular discipline of expertise, I lean on them and have <laughs> trust their opinion. That's something that they've told me. <laughs> I'll think about this. Uh, let's put this on the list. Okay, this might be edited out. <laughs> no, don't edit it out. The people need to know. First pop song. It's on the list. Okay, I'll gotcha. think about that. You'll think I'll about ponder it. All right. It's very sorry, everyone, for probably not knowing what I'm talking about. Well. That's what Podcat is about. It's we, about probably not knowing anything. It's really about. just us spewing nonsense. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to us. Um, oh, so speaking of us spewing nonsense, there was a point in which we were absolutely right. I don't know if you know this or not, but since we talked about Breaking Bad, that show has taken off. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you remember when pomegranate juice came out and it was the thing? Sure. 
that was that that's breaking bad right yeah, now. Yeah. Emmy after Emmy after Emmy. And it's all thanks to the podcast bump. We have done a lot for the show. It won a lot of Emmys for a whole range of other things. I agree. I was looking at a list of Emmys and it, Stranger Things, I mean, everything that we've talked about on this podcast yeah. has yeah. received Emmy acclamations. So you're welcome. And don't worry, Universe, we will use this power responsibly and in ways that we see fit. And if you don't think that's responsible, you will when we're done with you. Yeah. So. Um, in the words of Omarosa, all critics will bow down to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we can add Breaking Bad to the list of podcast bumped <laughs> things. Yeah, they got that sweet, sweet podcast bump yeah, off of us. Yeah, totally. Got that glow. You know, but it is nice to help other shows achieve their goals and dreams. Uh-huh. You know what else has gotten the podcast bump lately? What? Peglet Pete, because we just mentioned that. That's true. So, Peglet Pete, I don't know if you've noticed, but hopefully your day, if you're hearing this, has been awesome. And if it hasn't, the next one certainly will be. Yeah. And you know what, Peglet Pete? You deserve it, because you're great. And we also have the statistics to back this up. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got a whole institution behind you having a good day now. That is our mission. Ooh. Man, what if it was your mission to really make someone's day extraordinary? Hmm. You mean like my job? Well. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I I want an assistant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You, you have to ask him. I think it's. I think it's good. You think it's real good. I think it's great. Well, everyone talks about how great you are, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. What was American Cheese doing on this list? I don't know. I was really thinking okay. about it. Okay, so let's talk about why we think American Cheese might be on that <gasps> okay. list. Okay. I remember it was something to do with cheese slices, and that you were excited to talk about it on air. Wow. I think it's one of those things where we started to have a conversation, and you're just like, save it for the air. That's unfortunate. So many conversations that we actually have during the day are cut off by me saying, you know what, let's save this for podcast. I feel like we've just decided to just talk about whatever now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kind of and more... now we don't care. Anymore. Yeah, now we don't care. Because that was really becoming a, a, a negative thing. Um, well, uh, you know what? We'll save this fight for the air. <laughs> <laughs> we don't fight, we just tickle each other. <laughs> Right now, I mean, you can't tell that because of the the jovialness in our voice, <laughs> but it jo- There is a Cold War that is escalating. There is. And you have become a bad actor in that Cold War where you are not respecting safe spaces or times and that just isn't true. bulldozing over any treaty that is established. And I don't know that we c- I can continue to negotiate with you on this in good faith. Well, name one instance wherein you feel like I violated a space... A safe space. Okay. Every time. <laughs> no. There you go. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Lying Sam over here. He just lies and lies. Yeah. She's threatening me with tickles as we speak. I'm right. not. I'm not. I'm, I'm cupping my breasts as I have my arms tucked into my armpit. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, American <laughs> cheese. American cheese, I love it. Um, I don't know. Oh, I remember what it is. Okay, so I don't know if you've noticed this or not. And I will say that I'm a terrible person for doing this. But recently we went out to a sandwich shop and I got what was called a grown-up grilled cheese. Mm. Okay? I paid $5 for a grilled cheese sandwich. I felt dumb about it. But it was covered in sharp 
white cheddar cheese, mm-hmm. and brie. Hmm. Two things that I really love. Yeah. And some kind of a roasted tomato sauce, or like a cream sauce as well. So it was delicious. But anyways, the thing is, is that sometimes people get carried away with their cheeses. Like, you know what? Sometimes it's fine just to make a fucking sandwich that's real cheap and you just put a slice of American cheese on it. You know, <laughs> sure. not every not every single sandwich needs to be ham and Swiss or whatever. Yeah, all right. Sometimes you just want to have, and not me, I don't like bologna, but if you're a person that does, like someone that just wants a bologna and cheese sandwich. All right, so American cheese, we're not here to judge. And if that's what you like, that's great. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that was on the list. And I almost feel like I nailed it right you there. You think that that's it? Uh, probably. I could also have meant that when I was a little kid, I used to make macaroni um, because I had to cook for myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, man, macaroni would be so much better if it were just a little cheesier. <laughs> and so when I would finish making the macaroni, I'd grab two cheese slices out of the refrigerator and throw them in there and mix them around. And you know what? It was better. (laughs) Well done. I liked it. So we've been pretty busy lately with school, work, and everything. It's just uh, busy, busy, busy bees. If you had a day off where you couldn't spend it for work or school and anything, all the responsibilities are taken care of there, what would you do? How would you spend it? Okay, so it's a day in which I cannot spend it responsibly. Mm -hmm. I would. You could get a massage. (laughs) Kidding. Um, Okay. What are you? Why are you going away? Thank you. Sam is trying to mess up everything. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if I had no responsibilities, I would go and do like a whole, um, a whole day at the massage. Like get a full body massage get a facial, manicure, pedicure, and then I would go to the salon and have someone wash my hair and dry it and style it, and then I would come home and I would binge watch a couple of TV shows, and then I might write some, Mm. and then I would maybe play D&D. That sounds awesome. That sounds really good. It's a good day, right? Yeah, that's that's a freaking fantastic day. What about you? Oh, boy. Would you just be there beside me? <laughs> Probably. Enjoying the day with me? I'd have hash browns and other stuff for breakfast because I love that. And I'd make myself some nice coffee. And this would be early. It would be an early start to the day. And then I'd write till like 11. And then I would make myself some sort of easy lunch. And then I would be playing games. Um, and then I'd like to edit some stuff that I have. No, that's produce. responsibilities. Oh, okay. But like for shows. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So I'd produce content um, that I, I've been meeting to what I would like to just have time to do. Okay. And, uh, boy, I can't, I guess I can't work on any wedding, wedding stuff. Cause <laughs> what a kind of person have I become? <laughs> Everything I'm thinking about to do is very, very work. I'd play, um, I think I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a very busy person in yes. general too, though. And stay very disciplined on things. Yeah. Um, I'd, uh, after I play a game and produce a little, I would just end the day with probably, some Hearthstone and Dark Souls 3. Ooh. And some drink during that. Yeah. I buy myself drink majority of a six pack. <laughs> Dark Souls 3. I can't do that anymore. I just get full after two beers. Yeah. I just yeah. can't. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm recording two episodes of a lesser known show called Cthulhu and Friends. Oh yeah, it's a fantastic show. It has also received a bump from podcast. It sure has. <laughs> and our listeners should certainly check it out. <laughs> Subscribe, please. <laughs> uh, anyways, so I'm recording two episodes of that here in about 30 minutes. And fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I really like gin. You do. And that is a 180 for you. I didn't like it at all. When we first kind of became friends, there was a lot of geeklies who I knew who were pretty into gin, and you were not about it, did not get it, thought it was dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you like what you like, but, you know, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there it is. There she is. <laughs> oh, God. So I was really, I liked Hendrix a lot at that time, and I still do. I like it a lot, too. There's a couple other ones I did that were mostly local to the Bay Area, and then we came out here and didn't, we uh, haven't really been drinking. We drink a little bit more when I very, very, very first came out just because I wasn't used to quite being quite as busy. But then quickly in the pace of it, we, we didn't drink. Anyway, that's a long story. We recently restocked the liquor cabinet. We actually wanted to get stuff. And we wanted to get not top shelf stuff or not expensive things, but just local Texan things. Yeah. So everything we got is very local to specifically this area of Texas and is very affordable. And we got just a gin, vodka, tequila, everything to, to stock that liquor, liquor cabinet for when we uh, invite people over. And the gin that we got is a local one. It is fantastic. It is so good. Um, if you get it with some lime LaCroix and some lemon, uh-huh. it's just the best. Sure, yeah. I'm making Tom Collins with that every once oh, in a while. Man, it's delicious. Just I, such a good idea. But it's become your favorite. It has become my favorite thing. And yeah. I will say, I've always I've always been a rum person, mm-hmm. for sure. And I would take this gin over just about any rum that I've ever had. Mm, it was wow. It's so good. Yeah. I think I am going to be drinking rum tonight, though. Cool. You know. <laughs> so. Well, anything else coming up, coming to mind? Oh, your hair is new. You got a new hairstyle today. And as I understand it, you're transitioning to a different color. Uh, yes. So um, it, it, for those of you that don't know what I look like, I am beautiful. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I have very dark hair. Um and so what I did was uh, got this, I think she called it balage. Mm. She said this word to me and I was like, oh yeah, okay. And then I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what I got. But what I am doing is I'm transitioning to what's called an oil slick where, you know, like whenever you drop like a drop of oil on the ground and then hit it with water, how it makes that like yeah, color. Sort of rainbow smeared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the colors that are going to be in my hair. So like a fuchsia and a teal and a green and That is a big transition because your hair has just been... Black. Yeah, black for the whole time that I've known you. So all colors, really. (laughs) (laughs) All names are a mistake. (laughs) Talk about H.R. Giger. Have you ever done that? Oh my God, H.R. Giger. Well, no, because... H.R. Giger in and of himself is not that fascinating, <laughs> but who is it? Matt Besser? We, we looked up H.R. Uh, Giger documentary and Veronica was front of the chair, so excited, just beaming, excited to see her favorite character walk on the screen. And what came was a person who had a very low cut, almost totally open shirt with white hair just billowing out, who just stared kind of off camera 
and who just talked about the art in this room for the entire time. Yeah. And what you realize then is that you're in love with Matt Gorley's H.R. Giger. Oh, Matt Gorley, yes. Not just H.R. Giger himself, the person, the artist. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Gorley doing H.R. Giger is what I'm into. Uh-huh. So Matt Gorley is an improviser. He's a, a He has his own tons of podcasts. He's well, an absolute podcast superstar. Well, now he will be. Yeah, now that we're now he will mentioning be. Him on Matt Gorley is going to experience success in the medium of podcasts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but he's got shows like uh, Super Ego was, part, was one of the flagship ones he used to do. Pistol Shrimps Radio, which is very funny. Uh, I know a lot of people love that one. I like it too. And I was there too. Is another one that he's currently doing. And he's also a professor who teaches, I think, film and and um, acting and, and stuff like that. Acting. Well. Sorry. And he has this character. He has um, character versions of celebrities, and H.R. Giger is the best. Look it up. Oh, you should do your Bjork right now. My, I don't know if I can do it right on command, but oh. I'll, I'll try. Okay, one time. Yeah. Uh, you want me to not look at you while you do it? <laughs> okay, I'll, well, I'll just look We aside. might edit this out, but in Iceland, we don't edit at all because the <laughs> trees and the wind, when it passes through them, it chooses what can be permitted and what is truly art <laughs> I do not know why you laugh if this was Iceland I would throw a snowball at you but Iceland is green huh but Iceland is fairly green yeah she'd still throw a snowball she, you know oh, that hurts. she would pull one from betwixt her breasts and throw it at me <laughs> from her cold cold heart Although my Bjork is really Matt Besser's Bjork. It's my impression of Matt Besser's oh, impression of it's, Bjork. Oh, uh, it, so it's you doing Matt Besser doing Bjork. Bjork is such a character, I can imagine how she talks. Because it's so just non sequitur, big transitions. Yeah. Always talks about how I truly am an artist and you don't understand what it is like to be an artist. So you can totally, I can totally imagine her voice. But doing any yeah. impression, I just imagine Matt Brasher's voice doing she it. She is a person that I dislike. So yeah, <laughs> I get it. I watched this YouTube video of her, and she was just like, you know, I love watching, having the television on in the room, but it just, the headaches that it has from having so much noise all the time, it's too much when you're an artist. So we now only watch the television sometimes, and it's such a better experience. Why didn't she just turn down the volume? <laughs> but it was just her, right? It was yeah. just the persona of her. It's just so real. It's really funny. Ugh, gross. I don't like it. <laughs> Do you like her music? Uh, no, not really. Oh, I like it. Yeah, no. Have uh, you ever seen the movie Dancer in the Dark? No. Okay. I'd be interested to see what you think of it. Okay. Well, we'll do a, a play-by-play reaction to it on, <coughs> on the next podcast. Okay. I don't know that you know what you're committing yourself to. Well, it, how long is the movie? It's not super long in normal time. It's no, very long no, in emotional time. Okay. It is a heavy, 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 ridiculously, sillyly heavy I movie. I made you watch one of the worst documentaries of all time, and it made you cry hard. Oh, yeah. Letters to Zachary, so, I think. Yeah, and I've watched that twice. You've watched that twice? Yeah. Boy, if you need to cry about the universe, you should Letters watch... to Zachary. Letters to Zachary. That is a tough thing to get through. I'm sure that we've mentioned it before on podcast. I'm certain. We're probably repeating everything on this whole episode. Yeah. So, um... I don't know why anyone ever listens to us. I don't know. Probably because of the bumps. That's true. Yeah. People just crashly, crassly lodge onto this commercial just juggernaut that we are. Yeah. It's true. All right. So only true friends and friends continue to hit us up. If you're just mm-hmm. there for that sweet notoriety, you know, we're on to you. 
We're on to you. We don't need any barnacles on this boat. Barnacles just hanging on, going where the boat goes. What? Barnacles? What is that? Okay, so on the bottom of a boat, it'll be like kind of the crusty growths thing. Ugh! Why would you say that to me? You know I don't like growths. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> making my eyes hurt i'm very sorry baby is it seafood kind of though it's a living sea thing well did do people eat it though like oysters people kind of consider it scum (laughs) oh well why though is it scum it's just because it's like clogs up and sullies the the boats and kind of gets in the way and I don't know. Oh, is that what people are oft scraping off their yes. boats? Mm-hmm. Scraping the barnacles off. Ugh. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> Ugh. Can you scratch my back? Yeah. I can't take it. Yeah, I'll get, get them all off then. Ugh. Ugh. Don't. How could you? How you want to explain you? to the listener what I just did? Sam did the thing with a, there's a knife in your back and the blood is flowing. So Veronica really viscerally reacts to things, as I, I think the last minute is just an example of. She just cannot stand certain ideas, sense, uh, situations, that sort of thing. Yeah, I apologize, baby. I no, I was helpful. just, I was just getting my eyebrow hair uh, going in the correct direction. And I'm so glad that we mentioned that because now it's time to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>